Oh yeah, welcome to our thing, Samer. Oh yeah, thanks. You know, just took about two years to get here. It's all good. I don't know. We've and, been we've and ten, been ten promises, Danielle. <laughs> we've barely been here for six months, man. Oh, babe, did I tell you I got a tooth out? No, when? What Dude, you got a tooth so, out? What are you talking about? <laughs> let me let me tell yeah, you. What happened, right? So I got a I got a so I had a tooth that got like a root canal like ten years ago. Uh, back in June, it like cracked. Uh, my, my dentist at the time was out of, uh, like on vacation. So he's like, Oh, you know, I'll hit you up when I get back. Brother never hit me up. <laughs> so about three weeks ago, the rest of the, like the, the filling came out and took a bunch of the tooth out with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I went to a dentist and like, you know, you got to go to a periodontist. We got to remove the tooth, put an implant in all that stuff. And guess who this I went to? what he told me, by the way. <laughs> this, is exactly this is this is all new information guys. <laughs> dude i was in pain and suffering when i saw you i went to sammer sammer drugs me up and as soon as he, before he starts working on me he looks at me he's like you better put me on the podcast now <laughs> <laughs> sammer so, took your tooth out and that's how i'm here guys sammer wait Wait, are we breaking HIPAA? Is always gonna come after us now? That's exactly what I didn't want to talk about today. <laughs> but he's gonna listen to this. He's gonna be oh, like, no. honestly, I don't. Know you're in front of a patient, and the patient's the one relaying the story. It's okay, man. I got my primary dentist, my periodontist, and my dental clinic manager on the call. No one else is listening. Are we so waiting for Yusuf? No, no Yusuf's not coming because he said. Uh, we have, we, have to, we have sacrificed Yusuf for you. Wow. <laughs> okay, so can can, they, can, they can only thing, be you know? four. They can only be four. Yeah, what do you mean? Can, Wasn't yeah, a bar yeah. on this podcast last week? Yeah, there so Ibrahim wasn't four. there. Ibrahim wasn't really? here. Yeah. yeah. Mm. For some reason, that only just always... You know what? Me and Danielle are like the backbone right, of this constant. podcast. We're, know, we're so it's just, you know, I don't want to say anything, but that's just who we are. We're just, we're just the backbone. Samer, do you know how this goes? Uh, wait, hold on, Samer. <laughs> have you listened to a single podcast? Yes, I have. I okay, watched so, the early ones, but I haven't wait, listened wait, to one wait, recently. Who's your favorite scrub? First things first, welcome everybody to episode 21 of the Bench Mob Scrubs podcast. We have a special guest host today because today is the 21st episode, or as I like to call it, the Tim Duncan episode. So welcome to our dear friend and periodontist specialist on staff, Mr. Sam Rochelle, well, Dr. Sam Rochelle, Tony, actually. Uh, oh, he actually took oh. out Ibrahim's tooth recently, which who... <laughs> Uh, hippo, hippo. Yeah. Oh God, this is hippo. Oh God, I'm breaking it. Please, Ibrahim, don't sue me if you hear this. <laughs> but today we are missing our dear fellow scrub Yusuf. Um, he has abandoned us again once more for <laughs> spiritual enlightenment. Um, but here's Samer taking his spot, who and I know he will fill it amicably. I don't think I, I don't think that word makes sense in in the way I used it. <laughs> But I'm gonna he just ask, did, I'm, so it's all good. Yeah, I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text Wahid then always to make sure I said this right. <laughs> just ask away, so he'll respond back right away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so Anything today, grammar, guys, voice is gonna be there. Today we're gonna be discussing the NBA season. Today on Tuesday, October nineteenth, is the first day of the NBA season opening night. 
Um, so we have a bunch of games on deck, but also at the same time, I want to know your guys' predictions for the season up ahead and any surprises and uh, specific things you're looking forward to in the season. So I'm going to start off with our special guest today, mm-hmm. Samer. What do you think, what are you looking f- most forward to this season and then in the upcoming 2022 season? Man, okay. With the short term of whatever is going on in the NBA right now, I just want to see how the drama kind of unfolds right now because I don't know if you guys watched the news this morning with Ben Simmons and Doc Rivers, mm. with Ben Simmons being ejected. Oh, yeah. I I really want to see how this is going to end up going because he got suspended for the first game, so they're not doing the home opener. Oh, He'll be there for the home opener, but he's not going to be participating in the first game. So really how the fans are going to respond to Ben Simmons is what I'm really interested in right now um, and how that ends up you know, kind of evolving because, you know, Ben Simmons didn't show up for uh, practice until he start, started seeing that his paycheck, paycheck wasn't coming to his, you know, his bank bank account pretty much. Direct deposit didn't uh, check in. So he showed up, barely participated. Uh, Doc Rivers basically asked him twice to participate and he tossed him after, you know, um, basically him not you know, doing anything uh, from the, the reports are saying. Um so I kind of want to see how that ends up going. Um, and then the whole entire thing with Kyrie right now, um, as we're recording this, uh, watching the uh, Milwaukee uh, Nets game, and Milwaukee's killing it right now. And the Nets right yeah. now, um, even though they're not that far behind, you know, they're, they are the, the star favorite right now coming out of the East. But, you know, we got to see how that drama kind of unveils where Kyrie's at, um, if he's even coming back. But, you know, in terms of um, them coming out, I, I do have them as one of my top teams in the East in the standing. So, um, yeah, I just want to see how things are going to go short term, uh, long term. I guess when we get into the East versus the West, um, I'll talk about it then. I mean, even even the, you know, the drama that you were mentioning with Ben Simmons, you can kind of say the same thing with uh, Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving. And will will he even suit up this year? Who, who knows? Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to see if that's going to happen and i think obviously this the ben simmons thing that's kind of a little disaster unfolding in um in philadelphia right now but i think at the end of the day philly made a big mistake they just didn't trade him and they should have traded him a long time ago they wanted like three first round picks and like a bunch of players like a lot of you know if you want to get rid of him he wants to leave the only thing that's going on right now is that they are losing assets for him they're losing their 100%. the leverage is all now on ben simmons because whatever team he goes to now that that team won't have to sacrifice a lot to get him so he is kind right. of the advantageous at this point and it's not like he's not reporting to training camp he's coming to the camp he's coming to practice he's actually playing in practice but he might not be in his full whoa, participation whoa, whoa. That he is might not be beautiful. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying he might not be participating fully at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, he's showing up and he's still not getting paid. So at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to have the players association kind of back him and this, it's going to turn ugly. And the, yep. uh, the Sixers should have just traded him a long time ago. What do you, what do you think well, the, on that part? So or, can, I, can I put some context? So what what's actually really interesting about Ben Simmons contract is he was supposed to get 50% of his salary uh, before the season started, um, it was, he was supposed to get, I think 50% by October 15th. Um, and so it was supposed to be about 16 million. And then he was going to get the remaining 50% on the back half of the year. One thing that is extremely interesting is the first time 
I think in NBA history, they didn't make a direct deposit. They didn't pay them. They actually pulled a page out of the NFL book. So in the NFL, if a, if a player is holding out, um, you don't pay the player. You put the money in escrow. And then if the player misses practice time or whatever, you pull the money out of the escrow account. And then normally what happens in the NFL is when the player finally comes to, to camp and you negotiate a deal, they, they have it in writing that they'll get all the money that they lost back. Now in the NBA, there is a clause with the player, uh, what is the CBA, where if a player is fined, they can never get any of the money back. Right. So if you get fined, you, you can't come back later and negotiate the deal. So what was interesting was the 76ers, I think from, from my knowledge, first time in NBA history, they put the money in escrow and then they were starting to pull that money out. And for what I know, they gave uh, Ben Simmons like view only access. So every day he saw money coming out that account and money not hitting his account. So he came to practice. And, and while I, was, why I said that it was disputed that he was in practice, he showed up, I think, about a week ago. And he had the long COVID uh, process, which means he's not fully vaccinated. So he got the, a COVID test. He had to wait. He had to quarantine for a certain number of days. And then he went to practice today, I believe, or yesterday. Uh, in his first day at practice, he was not going hard. And he was actually asked by Doc Rivers to do a defensive like sequence. He was like, no, I'm good. Doc Rivers, I think, asked him two or three times. He refused. And then Doc Rivers kicked him out of, out of practice and he got suspended. And so now he, he can actually lose more money, even though he's, he's there. So when the thing that gets me about the Ben Simmons trade or the lack thereof is when they wanted to trade him, there was no one really good on the market. Right. This was after James Harden got traded in the summertime. Who was really looking to get dealt? Right. They're like Bradley, Bradley Beal, uh, Damian Lillard are the only two comparable guys and they're not readily available on the market. And so if you're going to trade Ben Simmons, who are you going to get? Right. You might get four guys. But in the NBA, historically, if you trade four subpar guys for a superstar, the team that that gets the four guys is always worse off. Like think of like uh, the Lakers when they traded Shaq or, you know, the, the Knicks when they, you know, traded uh, Danny's favorite player on the Mavs, KP, right? The team that got the package was never as good as the team that got the superstar. And David, uh, David uh, what, what's his name? Maury? David Maury? David Maury. Yeah. I forget his name. Yep. David Maury. Dave Maury yeah. Dave knows that, right? You don't trade a dollar for you know, four quarters. And that's my two cents on it. But I agree with Samer. The thing that I am so interested in, I want to see what happens with Ben Simmons because yep. I've never seen anything go this go down this way. And then on top of that, Kyrie, Kyrie just needs to get the vaccine and ball, man. They got a chance at a title. Go get that title. I don't know. That that's my two cents. Danielle, what do you what do you think about Kyrie and and what do you think this how this is gonna unfold? I'm going to, obviously I want all of you guys to, but I want to start with Danielle since he's been kind of quiet right now. Yeah. Kyrie um, just, it's, it's kind of been really frustrating, right? I think, and I think the people that are the most frustrated are, um, is KD. 
uh, is because he went to Brooklyn for Kyrie. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, when it was a couple of years ago, when, um, you know, the free agency occurred, Durant was injured and, you know, Kyrie made the first move to go to Brooklyn and then Durant followed him. If Durant wasn't injured, things might have been different and Durant might have ended up in, you know, at New York uh, with the Knicks. And uh, now, you know, he's basically, you know, saying I came because of you and now you're basically not wanting to get the vaccine. His reasoning is very dumb and very stupid, in my opinion. Yeah, um, he it's... said he's giving voice to the voiceless, but um, doesn't want to get the vaccine. In my opinion, I I think the Nets are handling it handling it well. Uh, they just are saying 100%. that let's just go. This is going to be our team. Um, you know, whoever is here, we're going to play with them and we're going to do our best. Um, they still have James Harden and KD, who I think definitely are the two top five NBA players at the current moment. You got LeBron, you got Giannis, you got Steph Curry. Um, the rounding out the top five, but James Harden and Kevin Durant, in my opinion, are top five players, two of the top five players. Um, and I think right now Kyrie's getting a lot of traction because, you know, he recently has been saying all this, but eventually I think it's going to wither away. Uh, and what I mean by that is I, I think it's going to be good for the Nets where they won't have to worry about this drama. They won't have to worry about this because I think Kyrie's just going to go away. He won't play this year. Um, and I think that might be the best for the team rather than him playing here and there uh, and still be a distraction. So uh, for the Nets, I think it might be best to just be like, hey, if you're not getting the vaccine, we're not going to play you at all. And let's move forward with the team we have and let's do our best. And it, it uh, and that way, I think the team's going to buy in more also and, you know, play their best and build that chemistry. Um, and I think it'll be good for them. They still have a lot of good players. You got not only Durant and Harden, but you got Joe Harris, who I think had a terrible playoff last year, but I think he'll bounce back. You have Blake Griffin, you got Aldridge, uh, you got Patty Mills. So you still have talent. It's not like you don't have talent at all. Um, and, you know, obviously the Bucks are going to be um, are the favorite because they are the champions from last year. But um, the, they're besides, on fire right now. Yeah, they are on fire uh, right now. But Besides the Bucks, with the Sixers and their turmoil, with the Heat, um, and their unknown of how they're going to all function together, uh, and the Celtics, who we don't know how great they're going to be with the new coach, it, it's going to be between the Bucks and the um, you know the Nets. And I think there's a good chance, you know, when it's fifty-fifty, that the player that's the best, in my opinion, KD over Giannis, you know, goes on and goes to the championship game so we'll see uh Kyrie's been very disappointing um and um I hope he changes his mind but if he doesn't I think the Nets should just let them let it let the team play with the players they have and just move away from Kyrie and distance themselves and I think that way they're gonna be able to play the best ball and move forward and uh compete for an NBA championship in my opinion yeah I would say out of the Samer do you think there's even a trade scenario for Kyrie I would say yes, definitely. There, there is still that opportunity. I mean, when you compare it to the Ben Simmons situation, that's just irrepar- irreparable to the point where it's really, really hurting his value. But this is the thing with Kyrie. He's been doing this for the past couple of years. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not just this year. It's last year, the year before, even in Boston. I mean, he said a lot of things in Boston being like he wanted to stay there. He wanted. To, he said a lot of things that are promising. So from an NBA executive or NBA, NBA team, you really don't know where his head is when it comes to basketball. 
Oh, we, dude, he is a basketball wizard on the floor. I mean, he. We want to remember Kyrie for the shot that he made, you know, back in 2016 when they won the championship. Yeah, you know, that's the Kyrie yeah. Irving that everyone wants on their team because he just makes an offense, you know, that much better. He's a closer. He's a ball handler. You know, even back in the day, I thought he was going to be like the closest thing to Kobe at one point, just because he had that killer Mamba, you know, Mamba killer instinct in him. And, you know, it's just, you know, for teams to be able to get on the Kyrie bandwagon again and make a trade, possibly, you know, he has he has to show that he's he wants to play basketball. And right now, I think for a lot of analysts, even on you know, ESPN or any other news network, they just see him as wanting to be a philanthropist. They want to see they they see him as a, the guy who wants to help help communities more than uh, play basketball at this point, which is fine. I mean, you know, he has that ability because he wants to use his voice. You know, he wants to be the voice for the voiceless. You know, whatever it may be. But you gotta you have to pick at the end of the day what you really want to do, what you want to focus on, and you know, you're either a basketball player or you're in his case, you know, a philanthropist. So, Ibrahim, I know, can, can, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, I was going to ask you that question. Do you do you agree that, like, with with Kyrie or or can you sympathize with him that maybe he's doing something against his beliefs, but if he can't, he has to choose between something that he doesn't want to do versus something he loves in basketball. So, so I. Literally at the beginning of this podcast, I said that he just needs to get the vaccine. Uh, I sympathize with it. And that statement is more of just my desire to watch him, Kevin Durant, and James Harden play, play together. When they played together last year, it was magical. Now, I don't know if you all remember this, but when I got COVID, I got COVID last January. It hit me hard. I did not want to get the vaccine. Danielle was texting me like almost every day. I don't know if he hit you guys up. He's like, yo, bro, I got the Moderna. You know, like come through Oak Street. Uh, never mind. <laughs> but literally every day he was hitting me up to get a vaccine. I was being a good friend. Okay. Like, I was looking out for you, bro. <laughs> he's like, I got you. you. It's for me. Uh, Danny, you were like he's, my vaccine drug dealer. <laughs> he's trying to get that Oak Street stock up. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Another person with the vaccine. And so he was coming at me and I'm not going to lie after I got COVID and it hit me hard. I did not want to get the vaccine. And then I ended up getting the vaccine because my job, my school, you know, I started realizing if you didn't get the vaccine, it was going to limit your ability to live life. And so I went, I got it. And, you know, lo and behold, I ended up going to the hospital uh, and it literally felt like I was having a heart attack. Like it was, it was brutal. And and so for me, I, if, as soon as I got it and I got out of the hospital a couple of weeks later, people were talking about boosters and I was like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. So when, when people say that Kyrie doesn't want to get the vaccine, I, I sympathize with that. I, I also understand that. But from his perspective, giving a voice to the voiceless, um, the only reason why he has this platform is because he's a basketball player. The only reason why he's been able to make such a huge impact, right? He, he built a well, a water well in Pakistan. Uh, and I think it, it's, it's supposed to like provide water for thousands of people a day for like the next 30 years, right? An amazing project. They actually talked about it on like ESPN and, you know, different shows like that. Um, 
quick side note, Stephen A. thought he built it in Palestine, but you know, same thing. Uh, <laughs> wow. but, but <laughs> you can look it up. He's like, good job, Kyrie, for building a well in Palestine. But he was able to do things like that. And people are talking about it because he can ball. And he is one of the best point guards I have ever seen scoring the basketball the way he does. Uh, I wish Derrick Rose had a longer, more productive career. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I Derrick Rose Rose has just torn his ACL. (laughs) I'm kidding. No. Oh, God. (laughs) Shut up, man. So for me, I I understand what the hesitancy, right? Bradley Beal isn't vaccinated. There's, I think, 10% of NBA players that are not vaccinated that we're not talking about because they don't play in New York. They don't play in California. Uh, So Kyrie is really being targeted here. But for me... Like Samer said, the last three or four years, right, ever since he forced his way out of Cleveland, he hasn't really delivered the way we think Kyrie can deliver. And this is his first year in a long time. And what people aren't talking about is he had an opportunity to sign an extension this summer, right? KD signed his. Kyrie could have signed, I think it was going to be for another five years, $200 million. I don't think he's going to get that money back. I don't think he's going to get anywhere. I mean, he might get somewhere close to that, but I don't think there's a trade market because I could take a Ben Simmons, right? I can be like, okay, you know, give him the ball, you know, maybe have a closer around him, you know, things like I can, I can do something with Ben if I'm another team. If I get Kyrie, Kyrie's not going to be with KD. He's not, he's not going to be with, with James Harden. He's not going to be in a situation that he wants to be. Is he going to show up? Is he going to retire? And if he retires, that's a shame because he is so talented. And so I sympathize with his decision and his desire not to get vaccinated. I just don't agree with his argument because I think he'll be even stronger a proponent if he's actually playing and talking about it. He could talk about it every day after the game and after game, you know, interviews, but he could do so much more playing basketball. I don't think he realizes that. And and if you haven't gotten a vaccine yet, please reach out to Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> he has Kyrie, so much. You hear that? <laughs> he, he even got Kyrie's boosters. He, he's got everything. He's he's ready to set to go. But I mean, I don't know. I I I feel for the guy. He doesn't want to do something. He doesn't want to do. And I guess I, I mean, I guess it boils down to the NBA forcing it on players. I mean, same with a lot of jobs nowadays are ma- mandating players to get it. And I I understand the sentiment like not wanting to do something or put yeah. something in your body well, that you don't know. And I get it. It's it's yeah. difficult because last year, the NBA, for the most part, was absolutely just fine without having a lot of people vaccinated. So it's just even if there's a few people that don't want to get it, but if they follow the COVID protocols and are tested before every game, why is why should somebody be mandated if they got through last season basically unscathed? Well, I, I don't think it's just the NBA now that it's in the picture. It's um, state laws, rules, and regulations. Because, I mean, New York right, right, and right. L.A., they mandated that in lo- large gatherings, you have to be vaccinated. And so that limits a player's ability to be able to perform with their team. And, you know, it's kind of, I think, what Daniel was saying earlier. It's like, you know, the Nets cut Kyrie completely because they don't want him playing partially with the team if he's not going to be with them 100%. And that's... I 100% agree with that. If you're not with the team 100%, I mean, you're going to sit. 
I mean, you're not going to really develop any chemistry. It's just going to be like a half to a fourth of the time playing. And if it comes down to the finals, man, you got to go with the people that you that are 100%, you know, there with you all the time. So, I mean, yeah, Ibrahim, it's like you said, he's got to get the vaccine if he wants to play ball. But if he wants to focus on, you know, his community, helping out people, um, you know, and just providing a different platform, he's got to do it better than playing basketball, you know. He's gotta he's gotta elevate his his game when it comes to whatever he's gonna end up doing because that's that has to be the biggest platform that he needs to focus on. I see. I, I mean, I I kind of lean with Danielle at this point. I think Kyrie's kind of made up his mind at this point, and yeah. he seems like a guy f- of conviction. Whether it's incorrect or correct, that right. is not his concern. You know what I mean? He doesn't he doesn't tend to care what we think, which we shouldn't. But at the end of the day, I think he's gonna he's just not going to get it whatever that means be it the nba makes an exception for him or state laws are twisted around who knows or he just ends up retiring and not playing this year at all i just see it i just don't think he's going to get it yeah i have a question sorry daniel one last thing yeah go ahead. the thing that is frustrating to me and i respect his desire to not get it i respect his desire to make his impact in the community but you're you're playing basketball for a living. You know what I mean? Like I, I would I would kill for that. You know, I would give my left arm for that, you know, like and not just play but for that have an impact. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know what I mean? Like you you and 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 you know, I, I think he doesn't realize yeah, he's on the wrong side of 30, right? He's 31, 32. How many more years you got left? Right? How many more years you got left? And and I just want him to maximize his impact. And I really think the way you maximize your impact is delivering on the basketball court for a basketball player. I think about Kobe, right? Kobe had a lot of stuff in his past. He had that thing in Colorado, all that stuff. But he went, he won championships. He taught people how to be disciplined. And people still talk about Kobe and reference Kobe years later. And people still use him as motivation. And he, he, he delivered on a basketball court, but then... When he passed away, you really got to see how he truly impacted people from every walk of life. That Mamba mentality, I heard musicians, I've heard, you know, sportscasters, people in IT, like I've heard heard people from every possible background imaginable talk about the Mamba mentality. And and Kyrie, if he gets focused, he I don't think he'll get on that level because Kobe is Kobe, but he could, could come, he could come close. He's already got some iconic shots. He's, he's focused, he's, he's thoughtful, he's in, extremely intelligent. I think he doesn't see the opportunity in front of him. Yeah. Honestly, this is the what, this is, I, I was thinking about to say, this is the biggest what if moment for me was, you know, if, if Kobe never passed away, how much of an impact he, would he have had in today's NBA, especially with all this drama? On I mean, Kyrie, especially Kyrie. Especially Kyrie, him. especially Kyrie. It comes down to the point where it's like, you know, for someone who's a big role model and for someone to Kyrie to emulate not only his career but also his philanthropic you know desires and aspirations i mean that's someone to kind of whip you into shape and to kind of get you back on track and it's not only just for Kyrie i think it's also Ben Simmons because you know for a lot of the younger generation of basketball stars that are out there it's like dude what are you doing like this is not what you know 
you know, crying, crying and, you know, crying wolf or doing all these things, it doesn't get you far and it just hurts your stock even more. Because, I mean, for Ben Simmons, like him doing all these things really, really hurts his 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 options anywhere in the league. I mean, yeah. he can't even play a basketball game, you know, to increase his value if he can't even practice to increase his jump shot, you know, or to even show that he has that ability to be able to do it at a high level. So, I mean, that was the biggest what if going back to Kobe. You know, what are that what are those possibilities if he was, you know, still around? But I mean Well, yeah. you know, it's gonna be intriguing to see how these both scenarios play out amongst others. But um I'll have let me ask you another question, Sam, in terms of kind of the season. What is there a certain player or team that you're looking most looking forward to that is actually going to be playing <laughs> this season? <laughs> All right. So Y'all know. I mean, I've been a big Bulls hater for the past couple of years. I mean, <laughs> Big, yo, bigger than since... me? Bigger than oh, me? Oh yeah, I I think so, babe. I Whoa, think so, that's a rare. Like <laughs> when yeah. when the whole entire thing with Lonzo Ball, you know, the Rosen playing with Zach Levine, getting Vucevic. I mean, I guess you no. Know, after we got Vuce, I got a little bit excited, but it was at the end of the season, so I'm like, I don't really don't know where this is going, unless it makes some trade pieces. But man, I this year. I'm excited for the Bulls because it's actually the first time that the Bulls had pieces that they didn't build through the draft, really. Like, we mm-hmm. have a new GM. We have a new, um, you know, front office for the most part. And we just got all these pieces. And right now, this gets me more excited than um, when Rondo, Wade, and Jimmy Butler were all together. And that that isn't saying much. You know, this is reminding me... This team reminds me already of the year before, you know, when D Rose got drafted, um, you know, and run rookie rookie of the year. I feel like they're gonna have that type of season and they're gonna make some noise. Um, but we're still like one season away from actually being maybe like a top five team in the East to make some like a deep playoff run. So uh, that that's my bull prediction. Yeah, I'm a Bulls hater, but they're gonna they're gonna finish top five this year in the East. Yeah. Uh, five. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. a lot from you. I got the Bulls yeah. interchanged with the 76ers, even with all the Ben Simmons trauma at between four and five right now. I I got a prediction, but before I go into my prediction, I want to give Yusuf Yo Yo a shout out. He was the one that when the Bulls got their new GM, uh, he was the one hyping him up and saying this guy actually knows what he's doing. I didn't believe him. But now I'm seeing the the effort and the the fruits of his effort, and I actually think he knows what he's doing. He put together a great team. I agree. But, I didn't I didn't what? believe Yusuf either. But then at the moment they signed Lonzo Ball, I was like, this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Yusuf hates Dude. him, or not hates him, but doesn't like him as much as he should. Hey, do you just... do you have like an East and West like down the the standings? So I do have my predictions, but let me let me talk about one team or one player in particular that I'm really excited to watch what he does this year. And it's not it, it is going not to dark. be nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh. it's, it's actually gonna be Giannis. And okay. I know he, he's a he's a former MVP, former defensive player of the year, but I feel like last year he just figured it out. And I think he's going to blow some people's minds. And I've been watching clips out of the game they played today. Uh, he's taking threes with confidence. Yeah. And he's and, hitting them. 
Like, and actually, he's speeding up his free throws right now. Um, that's one thing that he mentioned. It's not taking 15 seconds. No, anymore. it's not. It's, and it's, it's all in rhythm. It's all in form, and he's hitting them. He, like, I, I guess my game is delayed right now, but he's at 30, 34 points or something like that of like 50% shooting from the field. I mean, that that's normal because he normally yeah. shoots 50%. But like the fact that he's taken, you know, mid range, three point shots. If, if we were talking about this for years, if he gets a jumper, he's unguardable. And yep. so I'm actually really excited. I think people underestimate how good the Bucks are going to be because Giannis is going to keep on getting better. And I think they're a lot closer to a fully stacked Nets team than people give them credit. So I'm going to go with Giannis as a person I'm looking forward to. I think, man, he's going to do some damage this year. And it's going to be, it's going to be different. It's going to be more outside than inside. But it's just going to unlock so many elements of his game. Mm. Yeah, I, I think those are good options. I I, I think Giannis is going to have, at least from the first game, it looks like he's got a jumper and a free throw, so that's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, like Samurai, I'm really, really, really excited for the Bulls. Uh, I watched all the four preseason games. Um, they were amazing, um, and I and we were still missing Kobe White and Patrick Williams uh, just played the last game, so. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun too. It's not just they're going to win games, but it's going to be a lot of highlights, a lot of dunking and a lot of defense, a lot of steals. Um, so I am really, really excited for them. But the one team that I'm looking for, the other team that I'm looking forward to to watch this year uh, are the Los Angeles Lakers uh, with all these new pieces they have, right? They got Carmelo Anthony, Rondo's back. And then obviously you got Russ. And I'm interested in seeing how they're going to work together to, you know, come together and play because Russ needs the ball in his hands. LeBron needs the ball in his hand. Rondo needs the ball in his hands. Carmelo, not as much as before, but, you know, he's a ball dominant person as well when he's uh, looking to score. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I think it's going to be it's going to take them time to develop the chemistry uh, for the first, you know, half of the season, but I think they're going to figure it out because LeBron James is LeBron James, and um, they really want to win. Russell Westbrook wants to showcase that he wants to just he wants to win, not just put up stats. Carmelo wants to win, uh, so I think they're going to work together. They're going to sacrifice, and I think they're going to um, go back to the they're going to go back to the temp- uh, championship after a year of not going back. And I think they're going to be hungry, and um, I'm excited to see how they play together because I think they will struggle initially, but I think they'll figure it out. Hey, Danielle, how many Hall of yes. Famers do you have on that team? I got five. You have obviously LeBron, AD, Carmelo, Russ, and Rondo, in my opinion, is a, well, is a Hall of Famer. What about Dwight? Three-time defensive oh, player yeah, in the league. I, I totally forgot about So you got how many? That's six, six then? What did I say? All right. Russ, I'll give you, I didn't have Rondo. I'll give you Rondo. No, no. I'll give Rondo's Rondo's not be, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he is. Dude, everyone makes two, the Hall of Fame. He's a two-time. He's a two-time. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, everyone makes the Hall of Fame, and Rondo's definitely the Hall of Fame. You, he's going to be the Hall of Fame. It. Y'all yeah, are crazy. The, he but, might not deserve to be, but there are people. No, no, no. That, Listen, mm-hmm. if if Rondo's going to be in the Hall of Fame, Derrick Rose better be in the Hall of Fame, bro. <laughs> you, you, you guys are missing out on the biggest surprise of the season. And it's a team, wow. And it's a team that will go to the NBA championship. Oh, it God, is the Golden go. State Warriors. 
Oh, yes. oh, I'm interested in seeing them. That's the good one. That's the I, good I got them. I got Golden State this year as my fifth in the in the, in the West. That's cool. in the West. That's that's awesome where you got them, but they're gonna be in the finals, <laughs> right? That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> you Listen, can take that man. to the bank, Sammer. That's what's man. gonna happen because it's the Warriors. Not that it means much. They went undefeated in the preseason. Right, they're gelling together. Doesn't they now mean anything. Know, listen, listen. They now know how to play without Clay Thompson. Right, Steph is a year removed. He knows how to play better with Clay. Draymond's gonna be better. Wiseman's gonna be better. They got a couple, you know, decent free agents, some good rookies that they're playing on the team. Clay's gonna be back by December, and whether wherever they finish, whether it be two, whether it be seven, whether it be a play-in team, this team when Thompson's there. Is gonna be dangerous, and they're going to they're gonna light it up, and they're gonna make everybody remember the the, 26, this, yeah, the, the 2015 to 2018 Golden State Warriors because yeah. they're gonna be back. They're gonna I agree with you. I don't they, know if they're they gonna got, come out and win. I mean, first year back because because injury. they have they have firepower unlike most unlike most teams in the West because most of the firepower now, like you could say, the Nets with. If if and when Kyrie does play, they have firepower. They can score from number one anywhere on the court, right? And they can just light it up with anybody. The right. Warriors have that ability, and they have they're probably one of the only teams in the West that has that like unattainable shooting from anywhere, playing scoring, you know, 35 points in a span of three, four minutes because they have that ability with the two greatest shooters in NBA history uh, and a decent, you know, supporting cast to go with it. So I think they have an opportunity to really, you know, uh, cause some havoc in the West. And honestly, I don't think Lakers are going to be as good as everybody says. I really don't. Um, Some LeBron's getting old. And as much as trust LeBron, got to trust him. Sure. Regardless of that, but he's getting old. You know, he he might not get to that point anymore. He it might his body might just let him down. It's not that he's not good. He's a he's still a top three player in the world. You know what I mean? But at the yeah, end of the day, he's definitely not number one anymore. Like he's but, definitely but yeah. at most he's number two. But I think but, this year he's gonna and, and you guys are under, less with Russell. You guys Westbrook are you guys points. are underrating. Anthony Davis has never played a full season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, he's never, and, and I don't think it's gonna happen. It's just for whatever reason, you know, he gets unlucky with the injury bug, and I think that's gonna continue, and that's gonna impact them because when you have Anthony Davis, who's a good defense, he's a phenomenal defensive force. He can stretch, he can stretch the court, but at the same time, when he's not on the field, you know, you're it limits the scoring because Westbrook, as as much as I love him, he's honestly my favorite basketball player. He's not much of a scorer, and he's gonna nope. he's, to get thirty points. He needs West thirty Rick? shots, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I guess unfortunately, but, yes. You know what I mean? But Westbrook's gonna be handling the ball, so I think LeBron's gonna be not as you know taking so much pressure on himself, um, you know, with the handling of the ball. So I think hopefully, do you, he do, you will... do you think I, I, do you, do you think LeBron's gonna trust Westbrook to handle the ball? That's, that's exactly him, what if, I was gonna say. I think if, he will. If, He'll have if, to if sacrifice. He they with, can't all if, have the ball. If if they if he starts the if he starts the season with like freaking eight turnovers a game, I don't think he's gonna trust him. Listen, I don't even see Westbrook being in um close closing situations. No, come on. No, oh, no I'm really. I'm, I don't no, even no, see no. him in closing situations sometimes if he does not perform. That's just going to well create in, a lot of drama the clutch. if that happens. I, I mean, dude, think about it. You have more clutch players than uh, than uh, Westbrook on the Lakers. I right agree. Now. 
You have. I mean, I I, you know, I know he's. You not can still have AD down the post. You can still make post game moves, post moves. You can have LeBron that can sometimes close. I mean, he's had his moments. You know, he's still one of the greatest players in the world. And now you have Melo. You have Melo, who is really the closer on that team. If you needed someone to go to, all right. So those like options right off the bat makes them a huge threat. You really don't need Westbrook in closing situations because there's only two situations you're going to get out of it. He's going to shoot a three, which is honestly <laughs> going to be the worst thing that he could ever do. Or, or he's going to try to drive. Yeah, he's gonna, sorry, there's three. He's going to turn it over or he's going to try to go to the rim and he's going to try to get fouled to the point where he's probably going to get stripped and he's going to complain about every single call, which is honestly every single NBA player in any situation. But I mean, right. I don't trust Westbrook in that type of situation. When you got Melo, LeBron, and you got AD down the post. Well, speaking of... I love of, how know, we're talking about the Lakers. Sorry, I love how we're talking about the Lakers when Obey's pick were the Warriors. Uh, All right. <laughs> well, okay, hold up. This is the thing. If So, so I, was... I have I have the Lakers at four, and I have the Warriors at five. Obviously, if that's a first round... Who you got? Three, yeah, who's your top yeah, three? Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell, me your, okay. tell me your top ten, actually. Top eight, we have yeah, to, top, we have, yeah. Somebody actually, did his homework. Come on. Okay. Top, top ten, technically. You know what I mean? So... I'll start with the West since we're starting with the West. My top eight, you know, in terms of the standings right now, yeah. are the three regular season performing teams. Okay. Okay. You still got the Jazz. All right. Uh, you still got the Suns and you still got mm, the Nuggets. Okay. Those teams are really, really good during the regular season and they make a little more, they make noise during the season, during the, during the playoffs. We all know when it's going to come down to push the shove. The Lakers are probably going to come up top. So I really think that the Jazz are still going to be number one as they were last year. Suns at two. Nuggets at three. Lakers at four. And they were they were in the play-in tournament last year with the Warriors. But now that they've got their squad and the Warriors are healthy, they're going to be bumping up. Okay, So we got Lakers at four. Uh, Warriors at five. Grizzlies at six. Ooh, Morant, Morant six. is a stud, bro. He's a stud. John Morant, stud. I think he is a stud. I that's actually the player that I'm really excited to see this year is the development of John Morant because he has the potential, even though he's in a small market, to make noise that people will be really excited about to see, and it'll make some awesome plays. So I think he'll push them up, but I think it'll honestly be a situation where John Morant won't stay with the team very long. He's going to ask for a trade, and he'll get to like a bigger team on a bigger max contract kind of situation, unless they get some good pieces around them. So I got them at six. I got the Mavs at seven, and I got the Clippers at eight because Kawhi is out with an ACL tear. No Damian Lillard? No, I don't see. We're not making it. I don't think. I think they're going to be in the play-in tournament. So I got them at Mm. nine. So it could be a toss-up between whatever is going on. So interesting. That is my West. How about the East? Okay, my East. So hold up. Before you go to the East, I want to just say a couple quick things. Dude, I, I I think you need to give the Nuggets a little bit more love. They're getting uh, Murray back. <laughs> I think I think he'll I think they'll be the number two seed. I know you I know you have okay. number three. I honestly think that the Phoenix Suns are gonna have a drop off. Yes, I don't know they if you I don't yeah, know I agree. if you're yeah, keeping yeah, yeah, track. I agree, but they uh, they were um, they did not sign Aiton to a contract extension. Yeah, I, I basically heard about the that. owner said that Aiton is not worth max money. 
But that's going to so, make him ball out like crazy because he's going to be a restricted free agent this year. Well. So if he, goes, if he goes nuts in the regular season and he's proving his worth and they got to max him, they got to match him. Two words for you. Go for it. Two words for you. Dennis Schroeder. Oh, my God. He turned down an $84 million contract. <laughs> no, it's not going to be the same. Tried to, I don't... tried to ball out and balled his way to $5 million for, for a one-year deal. My biggest fear for Aiton is if you actually really look at his statistics, sure, he made a monstrous impact in the postseason, but without Chris Paul, he really hasn't. He, he, he's, he's nothing. without Chris Paul took his game to another level. He's going to have Chris Paul again for another year, but Chris Paul's getting older. Um, other players are going to be taking away touches, and he's going to be reg, uh, uh, kind of set to just play defense and get rebounded. That's not a max-type player. Uh, unfortunately, I, I wish they paid him, but I think he's going to be disgruntled. I don't think he's going to pull Ben Simmons, but I do not think you never know, man. No, no, he's going to try his best <laughs> you never to know, man. get that money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think the Suns are going to drop off. I, I, I think the so where would you put the them? Nuggets are going to be top two, probably. Where would you put the Suns on the list? I would put them like six. I think they're going to, yeah, they're going to drop off. I think it's going to be. For me, it's going to be, I'll do my top eight. I got the Nuggets number one. Number two, um, I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, the Jazz. Number three, it's going to be, I don't even have everything up here. Um, the, let let um, Daniel Google his answers. No, I'm trying to pull up like what <laughs> Quick, teams are. Steve J. Smith, <laughs> prediction 2022. <laughs> here, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me get all the teams here. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I think the uh, number one, the Jazz. Number two, um, no, no, number uh, one, the Nuggets. Number two, Jazz. Number three, Lakers. Number four, Golden State. Number five, Mavs. Number six, Phoenix. Number seven, Portland. And number eight, who's left? Uh, Clippers. Not Clippers. Oh, you're not even have the Grizzlies. No, I'm gonna have Grizzlies eight. Sorry, the Clippers. I think are gonna fall off without. Are, are, uh, are you guys doing? Are you guys doing ten? Are you guys doing ten or eight? I had I, I eight. eight. Like, like right. the top eight that I, are gonna come out. I yeah. I, I have written my a, a ten for the East and West. Okay, go ahead. Okay, All right. West. In, in the in the West, they'll start. Number one, Utah. Number two, okay. Portland. Number Ooh. three. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Number what three. Number three, ooh. coach. Okay, let me finish. Okay, before oohs and ahs. Let me, let me three. <laughs> yeah, Utah, Portland. Number three, the Clippers. Number four, Phoenix. Number five, Lakers. Number what six, Denver. Number seven, Dallas. Eight, Golden State. Nine, Grizzlies. Ten, San Antonio. What is going on with that list? I there's so Bro, many problems with that. If I was list. a betting man. I would bet against that list every day. Twice <laughs> then, on Sunday. Okay, okay. L- l- let me do my East. Let me do my East. Well, number let's one. go back to it though. What caused yeah. uh, the Trailblazers, uh, the Portland Trailblazers, to be number two? I don't they know. lost so many pieces. Yeah, they lost I just, pieces. I just think they'll put it together. You just think Dame know. and well, uh, I think Damian Lillard will leave. That's that, Dame, that's dude, what Dame, Dame, Dame number two yeah. in the West is sixty plus games. Yeah, I know. You but think Dame, they're gonna put though, it, put it mean, together for sixty plus games? I Damian so. Lillard dropped fifty points in the playoffs last year and still lost the game. 
I he know. thinks the coach is going to have a big impact, which is fine. I, we'll see. Yeah. But, I mean, I just, I, I, I just think he's going to be. But that's why. That's, that's why. Is that's why. That's why it's a prediction. Candidate, though. That's, that's yeah, why. That's why it's a prediction. He'll stay. He'll stay. He'll stay. He'll stay. He's going to stay. And you have the Warriors as number eight, even though you said they are going to come out. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Yep. 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 They're gonna go from the play-in. You know what? Listen, listen. It's easy to it's easy to make the popular picks. Okay, (laughs) this takes more guts and more gall to make these types of picks. So that's what I. You know, you know, one team we, you know, one team we didn't talk about in the West that I think, um, which is kind of depressing, is um, the New Orleans Pelicans with Zion Williamson, who was supposed to be, you know, the next LeBron James. Again? He's, eating, he he's, foot or something. he's eating too much damn food. Hey, Yusuf, if you're listening, that is hell now. wrong about Ja Morant and Zion Williamson. Just saying, Listen, Ja's every definitely single the better superstar player. who Where's steps into ja? the Pelicans arena will eventually end up leaving. Let me, like, yeah, dude, no, no, but he, but they haven't done well with him though either, and they still have some talent over there, Brandon Ingram and stuff. So um, after Zion leaves, it's going to be Brandon Ingram's team. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what if Zion goes? Literally, to the what it's gonna be, man. That would be actually pretty cool. Okay, let me do my Zion. East real quick. All right. Yes, go ahead. All right, number one, Milwaukee. Okay. Num- number two, Atlanta. Whoa. Number number, okay. number three, Brooklyn. Number four, Chicago. Number Ooh. five, Charlotte. Number six, Miami. Seven, New York. Eight, Indiana. Nine, Philly, and ten, Boston. Oh my God! <laughs> wow. We need to like come back you to have... these uh, predictions. Yeah, I know. Right? You down. have the Bulls at three. I'm just showing. Four. He has the Bulls at four. Bulls at four. I mean, and he okay. has the Hawks at two. Wait, did you even say Miami? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, six. Oh, six. you did. Six. Okay, I was gonna say. Dude, yeah. you have the look, look. I have so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did the Celtics do to you? What did no, Larry no, the Celtics? Bird I can see falling you off. Celtics, Celtics, Celtics just lost, Celtics? man. Like a lot. I don't yeah. like what. What's so? What's so good about the Celtics now? What? What is? So, dude, no. what's Tatum, good about that? Tatum, is they have Tatum and he's a great player. Coach, coaching staff probably took a little bit of a dip. Tatum's yeah. good, but he's he's kind of been stagnating. I haven't seen much uh, of an improvement from Jalen Brown over the last uh, three four years. He's been kind of like just hey, bro, just make the Jalen Brown. Toad. They plateaued, dude. Dude, plateaued. dude. Uh, no, I I need to answer this. Jason Tatum is finally coming into his own. He had I what? love. I love Jason Tatum. Let, I do. Let, let me finish. <laughs> you got Jason Tatum. The reason why they didn't go farther in the postseason last year was Jalen Brown. I believe he broke his arm or something. He was not playing. So it was out of you two-headed attack, Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum, your two all-stars, one was down. Plus, on top of that, you had Kemba Walker, who's this undersized uh, point guard that had serious knee issues. They got rid of Kemba. Jalen Brown's coming back. They're going to actually have a little more height and a little more dynamic, and their offense is going to be a little more fluid because they're not going to have a Kyrie there. They're not going to have a Kemba. They're not going to have a Gordon Haywood. They're going to have those two guys and role players built around them that are going to help them really maximize their strengths. So by I'm not going to say that they're going to... So by losing yeah, all-stars, yeah, they get better. Make sense. Huh. Yeah, that doesn't make sense, Ibrahim. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you don't think they got better got after Kyrie left? You don't think no, that's different though. Kyrie, well, Mathematically speaking, record. Uh, let me finish. They lost an all star in Kyrie. Before Kyrie was there, they were better. When Kyrie was there, they were worse. When Kyrie was injured, they were better. 
with Kyrie, it's the negativity. I, I agree with that part, but I don't know if you got better losing Kemba. Um, Kemba I know he was injured. Got, Kemba was injured the whole year. Or Gordon de- dealing with knee tendonitis. He added very little value. Yeah, but when he played, I, I think, they, I think and he played the, well. The, they played the, well, though. When, the only when two played, teams... The only team that I'm underrating in the East, and okay, the two teams, the one Sixers. team in the East that that no, no I'm un, actually not even the Sixers. I don't think they'll be that good this year. I don't trust Embiid injury wise, and I, you know, I just think they're gonna take a step back with all the drama that's going on. Um, I think the team that I'm underrating in the East is New York. I think they're gonna be really good this year. I yes. think they're gonna be good. They're gonna yes. be good this year. And in the West, the I team that I, the team that <laughs> the team that I'm underrating with my standings is probably Denver at six. I think they probably should be in are going to be a lot better, but I'm just going to have them at six because you know what? Frick it. It's my predictions. I can do whatever the hell I want. So Damn. that's what I have them right now. But I, I'd say right now, New York. They throw it down right now. I think New York could Bro. be higher up, but I'm pretty confident in my top five in the East. I'm pretty confident about that. Because what? New York you, was five last year, right? Celtics. Look, I don't have the Celtics yeah. coming out the East, but they're top five, top 16. You can't have them at 10. 10 is an insult, man. No, I, I don't. I mean, I I could. T- I think Indiana can. Uh, they they've got good pieces. Indiana can beat them in a series. New York can beat them in a series. Miami can beat them. We're in talking series. about the regular season. I'm talking about the playoffs. I'm He's just saying in playoffs. general. I'm just saying, bro. If, you're talking. This is the standing for the playoffs. What are you? Are you leapfrogging I, this discussion? I, no, 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 I understand it, but all I'm saying is, all I'm <laughs> saying Sammer, is, do I you know. get what he just? Did? Uh, Sammer, I just gave him his seating. I, for no, coming listen, out of the regular season. Listen, and he's like, no, no, listen. we're not talking about the regular season. We're talking no, about the listen, playoffs. listen. All I'm saying is, okay. Come on, man. We're talking about is, the playoffs. Listen, man. listen, Play- listen. <laughs> these these Practice, teams. Not a game. <laughs> these nine teams that are ahead that I have, I think they can all have a have a better chance of beating Boston than Boston has of beating them. That's what you know what I mean? And I have, seen, yeah. obviously you play the same teams in the regular season. They're, they're going to, if they're a better team, they're going to lose. So that's why I think those teams, if <sighs> all the nine teams that I have, I think can, can beat Boston in a seven game series. Milwaukee definitely can. Atlanta can. Brooklyn can. Charlotte, I think can, because they're getting their pieces together. Chicago can with the talent they have. Miami definitely can. New York can. Indiana can. And Philly can. So that leaves Boston you, at 10. Everyone wants to List out your top eight so we can move. If, 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 me, you, if, me, you, if you can legitimately say Boston, let me recover. Beat them. Oh, uh, Sam, did you say your top eight teams? Want we go for the Who East? Wants to go? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go no, ahead, no, Sam, go ahead. Sam, okay. you're, you're a guest. Go so, ahead. So, more realistically, okay. uh... <laughs> all right, all right. All right. I, Obey, I don't disagree with you. I, I think the Celtics could take a dip. I don't know about number Thanks, 10, man. but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're seven, eight. They're but gonna Danny, that's we'll what we're talking this. about. Number 10. It's I'm, yeah, I'm I, not dude, I, I, I disagree with game. him number 10 yeah but, I don't I don't know I mean, how you got I don't know how, how you have Charlotte up up high dude like LaMelo I, I don't know man LaMelo's the de- real deal not yet LaMelo will be an MVP will LaMelo boy needs to learn how to read MVP discussion He's gonna be an MVP candidate. He's gonna be an MVP candidate this year. Ooh some predictions here. Bold predictions. All right. So I got Milwaukee at 1. Yes. Nets at 2. Miami at three. I think they're going to make some noise this year. Mm. I mean, I think they have a pretty good stacked team, man. I mean, this is the thing about Jimmy Butler. He has that potential. Obviously, we were super happy for him in the bubble. But Miami is a unit together. But I don't think Jimmy is that superstar to get you over it. I think we can all agree about that. Um, Mm. 
I got the 76ers and the Bulls alternating between four and five. It really all depends on the season. I got the Hawks at six. The Celtics, I got you, Ibrahim, at seven. And then I got uh, the Knicks at number eight. In terms of 9-10, I really haven't thought about it. But, I mean, I think at least New York is going to be decent enough uh, to at least make make it into the playoffs this year and through the uh, play-in tournament. So, yeah. That's what I got, man. Okay. Ibrahim, I respect you want to go, then I'll go. Or I respect that. Go ahead, Ibrahim. Uh... I know. Okay, me, we, we we get it. Boston's number one for you. Go ahead. What are the other? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you're two through eight teams. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going with Milwaukee Bucks for number one. Okay. Um, they are they're they're extremely dominant. And 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 fun side note: I almost applied for a job with the Milwaukee Bucks after they won oh. their championship. <laughs> Of I wanted to join that battle. Of course wow. you did. So of course you did. Why am I? Su- I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> it was an IT job, so I would have fit right in. Uh, <laughs> so I got the Milwaukee Bucks at number one. I got the Atlanta Hawks at number two. Copycat. I got Ooh. copycat. Ooh. Copycat. Ooh. <laughs> what? I got the Brooklyn Nets at number three. Copycat. Copycat. <laughs> yeah. The Boston Celtics at four. Copycat. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Miami Heat at five, the 76ers at six. I got the Pacers at seven, the Bulls at eight, the Ooh. Knicks at nine, and the Raptors at 10. Ooh. All right. I Who don't did you miss out? You missed out on the I Pacers or something. I don't agree with that whatsoever. Wait, thought the you were Pacers at seven. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you, were... you missed someone, though, Charlotte? Man, yeah, Charlotte's Charlotte, not, Charlotte is not making it, bro. I don't have them going. Oh, here, I'm going to go. I know we're running short of time, so I'm going to go ahead with my top eight teams for the Eastern Conference. So, as everyone said, um, we're going to go with the the best team, the Bucks, number one, number two, the Nets, number three. Um, I, I know the 76ers are going to struggle, but I'm going to keep them in there. Number three, uh, 76ers, number four, Hawks, number five, Bulls. Uh, number six, um, we're going to go with the Heat. Number seven, it's going to be Boston. And number eight, Knicks. Actually, switch that. Number seven, Knicks. And number eight, Boston. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. How about this? I- I'll make it interesting. Ibrahim, all right? Let's, 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 let's write these down. I'm already extremely interesting. What, do you, what more do you want from me? Let's write this down, okay? If by the end of the year, when the playoffs start, and if Boston is anywhere in the top four, I will buy you lunch. What happens if they're not in the top four? Yeah, I thought you said you were going to... If gonna, they're not in the top eight, eight he buys you lunch. No, no, no. If, if, if okay, not I will the, take if, that. If okay, if I, I thought you were going to say something four, dentistry you related. If, if they're, they're no, no, nine if, or below her, I got you. No, 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 no. If they're five or below, you got me. Because you have them. No, you're picking them 10. Bro, I have them at four. I have them at four. (laughs) Let's make this interesting. Six and above. Yeah, that's true. In the middle, in the middle. In the middle, in the middle. That's true. I got you. Okay, deal. I'll take it. I'll take it. Danielle, okay. right. remember this. Six, remember this. I got this. Six and above. for the Boston Celtics. <laughs> bro, man, you watch, are recording be like now, a bro. Game you can't get out of this. Like the... I know. I can't. This is this is this is receipts. I can't. I can't do anything about receipts, it. Receipts. Right. Receipts. Receipts. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, you might have to remind me. I'll probably forget about this. So if oh, the no, Celtics I'm... are one through six, uh, what's it called? Obeyed I... buys lunch to Ibrahim. And if they're yes. seven through ten, Ibrahim buys no, lunch. No, no, to... seven or lower. If they're 13, <laughs> I'm still getting lunch. Okay, okay, whatever. So what you're saying is they might end up lower than number 10. No, no, no. Your... <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got it. Cool. We got five minutes left to bathe. That's perfect. All right, guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Last question. Who is your who is your prediction to be MVP of the season? I'm going to have to agree with Samar. I think Luca. What? It was Obey. That- I never said that. Oh, Obey said Hell no. Wait, who said Luca? Obey. I said, I said Obey. Luca. I agree with Obey. Damn it. Obey. <laughs> He's like, I I'm going to have to cheat that. You owe me lunch. You owe me lunch. <laughs> I, I I honestly I because like let me think let me talk through this out loud. I don't think LeBron's getting it. I don't think Kevin Durant or James Harden are getting it because they're on the same team. I don't think uh, Embiid's going to ball out and stay healthy to get it. Uh, I think Giannis has already gotten it enough times, and I think Steph would Clay and Draymond. There's just too much talent to give it to somebody on that team. I think it's going to go to Luca because Luca's going to put up monster numbers. Samer, who's your MVP for 2021 season? 2022. Is that really a question? Is that really yeah. a question? Who's your, yeah, who's, yeah. Derek Rose. Yes. <laughs> the youngest MVP to ever play it. the game. He's not 21 anymore. <laughs> yeah. First, Derek Rose will be the first bionic man to win MVP. It's yes. crazy. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we'll document uh, Samer's MVP as Derek Rose. Got it. Okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. For me, Samer, if you MVP, get it wrong, you buy me lunch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. <laughs> um, I'm. I, I think Kevin Durant's gonna win it this year, guys. I, I think he's gonna be back yeah. and really upset from last year losing out to the Bucks and uh, not having Kyrie's actually gonna motivate him more. I feel like, and he'll have the he'll have to make more plays um, with this team. And I think he's gonna go ahead and uh, play really well, shoot the lights out, and uh, carry his team to the. Eastern Conference Championship and then uh, beyond. Um, there's one player I'm going to say that I feel like he's not going to win it, but I think he's going to be in the conversation. His name is Zach Levine. I, I oh, think he's going to be he's going to be top five. If I the can Bulls see it. Play, I can see it. Um, yeah, play the way they, they're going to play. Um, my, my only counter to that is didn't you have the Bulls at number five? Yeah, so. Bro, Listen, this is where I can see if Zach Levine winning be any type of award this year, and it's you can be still be, you can be an MVP candidate at, even if you're you know top five seed. Ibrahim, didn't you have uh, didn't you have the Mavs at like six or seven, and you had Luca? Actually, MVP? I did not get my my seating for the Western Conference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. get your facts right. right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> Dallas, so Dallas is number one. All right, <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. I, I, what's it called? Uh, Yusuf told me to say this, so I know he's not here, but he just wanted to say for him. It, he feels like it's going to be a Lakers and Bucks finals um, matchup this year, and he thinks the Bulls are going to finish at the sixth spot. So okay. it's funny that all of us have the Bulls higher seated than seated higher than Yusuf, which I think okay. it's very interesting. I have him because he ain't that much of a Bulls fan. I have him at the eight seed. Oh, Ibrahim, you don't count. I'm just joking, Yusuf. I have cool. I have I have the Brooklyn Nets versus. The Warriors in the finals. Okay. Yeah. Let's go fast. Summer. Quick fire. That's Quick fire. That's in Lakers. Okay. That's in Lakers. <sighs> Danny, go. 
Fat, Nets and Lakers. I agree. I think that's what it's going to be. I'm excited to look forward to that. Kwan Ibrahim, you want the Bucks in there. We know that. It's supposed to be the the match that was supposed to be last year. But because yeah. I got one, all the injuries. I got one more quick fire. I got one more quick fire. Come on, fire. Hey, come on Ibrahim. Nets and Lakers. Fine. Nets and Lakers. Go quick. Last, last one. Uh, where does Ben Simmons end up? Quick. Ooh. Yeah, quick, that's quick, too quick, tough. Quick, 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 quick. I think, Sacramento Kings. Go, I think he's going to go to Portland. They're going to trade Sacramento Kings. Kings? You said Kings? You're going to go to Kings. I say Portland. Portland. CJ McCollum. Pacers. Pacers. Okay. Well, that concludes the 21st episode, the Tim Duncan episode, and our special guest, Sam Rochelle Tony's episode of the Bench Mob Scrubs. Thank you for tuning in, guys. We appreciate you always listening to us because we're stupid and dumb, don't really have much to say. <laughs> and they disagree with my predictions, which will definitely probably 100 percent I am looking <laughs> I forward just to want lunch. A free lunch. I don't know what you're I'm looking about. forward to lunch that Abraham's gonna buy me. All right. But, <laughs> but we have we have more we have more surprises throughout the year and more guests and uh definitely Sam will be back. I will be back in episode 22, 23, 24, 25, <laughs> 26, 26. Not, not one, one not, not two, two, not three. No. <laughs> All right. All right see y'all. Right. Listen, listen to us on, uh, you can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Hey, Carmelo um, just checked in. And right. uh, and we can you can use our <laughs> private Discord that Samer's going to use his <laughs> fans account. Um, yes. Thank you again and hope to catch you guys soon. Peace Take out. Take care, guys. Good stuff. Yeah.